This podcast is brought to you by EverythingVoluntary.com. Voluntary principle states that all human relations should happen by mutual consent or not at all. This podcast aims to promote respect for the voluntary principle in all walks of life and for all age groups. My name is Skylar Collins, and this is Everything Voluntary. If you'd like to kick back a small commission from every Amazon purchase you make at no extra cost to you, please use and bookmark our special link at AmazonEVC.com. That's AmazonEVC.com. Well, welcome to the podcast. It's January 8th. What the hell has been happening in Washington, D.C.? That's what I want to know. There was apparently a Trump speech and then a Trump-based riot and invasion of the Capitol building. <laughs> I guess some people got shot. I think there were like four deaths. A bunch of people dressed as Vikings or some shit. I don't know. And apparently there was this left-wing Black Lives Matter Insurgents USA founder uh, guy already inside the Capitol building who took the video of the one Trump lady getting shot, Billy or Bibbly or whatever her name was. Um, I think his name was John Sullivan. Wendy McElroy shared an article from Zero Hedge showing photos and videos of him. I guess he's the one who took the video of that lady being shot as she was coming through the window. And I guess he's been interviewed a few times, but nobody's asked him why he was even there. So that's that's kind of interesting. Like, what's going on? Why are there these far-left people already in the Capitol as these far-right people are trying to break into it? <laughs> it's so funny. The, the, worst, the worst thing about all of this is when people use these 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 moments to trash and to paint people, you know, within my political camp, right? The anarchists, the voluntarists, the an I should say the libertarian anarchists versus the Antifa anarchists, um, as somehow supportive of this, as somehow part of this. Now, let me say if if people are going to protest and that protest is going to turn into rioting, I would much much rather see government buildings be be invaded and broken into and burned to the ground then i would then i would see small private business or big private business or people's homes right i i am a firm believer and i agree with albert j knock uh when he wrote our enemy the state the state is the enemy of mankind the state is um the antithesis of civil society so it's it's really I don't know. This this wasn't like an organized thing. This wasn't people are calling it an insurrection. People are calling it a coup. Like are you fucking kidding me? This is political hooliganism is what this is. They're just they're just hooligans. Right? They're not accomplishing anything. They didn't they're not setting out to accomplish anything. They're just fucking around. Right? And there's a video of the Capitol Police removing the barricades and letting them letting them come towards the Capitol. Like there's video of that. I've seen it. Like what the fuck is going on here? It's 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 the the I don't want to say the final act because I think I think that started. It's the final act of the final act of the circus known as 
the Trump presidency. And I said over four years ago that these are two horrible options, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, but I would rather see a clown at the center of the circus than a witch. (laughs) And that's what we got. That's what we got. And he was mostly ineffectual, right? He mostly didn't do anything but just tweet and golf and continue to derange a lot of people. But think about it, right? Everybody wanted to call him an authoritarian. Everybody wanted to call him a dictator. Everybody wanted to compare him to Hitler and Mussolini and whatever. But night after night after night, what did we get? We get Jimmy Kimmel. We get uh, Stephen Colbert. We get Seth Meyers. We get all of them. Night after night, trashing Trump. Now, if he was really this horrible despot that they were trying to paint him out to be, do you think that really would have happened? Do you think that really would have gone on as long as it did four fucking years of that absolute bottom of the barrel joke telling? Obviously not. He wasn't a dictator. He wasn't a despot. He was mostly ineffectual. He couldn't accomplish anything. Now, maybe, maybe that's a testament to the American system, to checks and balances, to the Constitution, to the Bill of Rights. Maybe, or maybe he just wasn't popular with the people who really, really control the country, right? The the so-called deep state. And they just didn't let him do anything he wanted to do. Maybe they they impeded him every step of the way, right? I mean, didn't 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 John Bolton write in his book, Trump wanted us to pull troops up, but but we stopped him. <laughs> Yay for us. And the media 24-7 hounding him and nonstop calls for impeachment for four years. So look, I'm glad he wasn't able to do anything, but you get somebody in that seat, that incredibly powerful seat, a seat that's become way too powerful for my liking, for any decent person's liking, in my opinion. You get somebody in there who the deep state loves, or who at least they can tolerate and they can use, who the media likes, and what are we going to get? We're going to get war after war after war, domestic and foreign. I guarantee it. Okay, we've had a, we've had a circus and a clown for four years. And honestly, that's preferable to what came before with honorable statesmen and what's sure to come after. So Trump is not a savior. He's not going to make America great. In fact, you know, it's not, it's not a stretch of the imagination to believe that Trump was actually some sort of democratic operative from the beginning. He's been a lifelong Democrat. He's been good friends with the Clintons for a long time. And all of it, and he said, and he even said something about if he's going to run, he's going to run as a Republican because those idiots will vote for anything. Didn't he say that? So that's what he does. And maybe I got to credit my brother. He was kind of talking about this. Maybe the reason that the Democratic Party sabotaged Bernie Sanders was not because they wanted to help Hillary Clinton. Okay. They probably knew Hillary Clinton wasn't going to win a general election. She's too unlikable. But they wanted to get somebody in there who would, who would, who would, absolutely be an absolute shit show for four years and would help them more easily secure everything, presidency and Congress, right after that, because people would just be sick and tired of him. So that's what happened. Maybe he wasn't a Russian operative. Maybe he was a DNC operative. I don't know. It's fun to think about, right? Conspiracy theories are kind of fun to think about. But it it it's really just all, it's always a shit show. I just rather it would be a circus-based shit show than a Horror and tragedy and war and drones and brown people dead all over the world and white people dead and in prison 
and war on drugs and war on poverty and war on terror, absolute murderous shit show, right? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather the circus than the, 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 I don't know, the Inquisition, the gulags? I would. That's my unpopular opinion. This is an unpopular opinion episode. There's mine. So let's, let's, let's look through the rest of these unpopular opinions now that I've started with that one. You know what? I got to, um, I got to make a note that that's where we started. We went quite a bit on that. All right. I wanted to check out this subreddit, unpopular opinion, which I usually use. And I usually sort it by the top post from the past week. And then I scroll through and I find some things that I think are interesting. Either I agree with them or I don't. And I want to, I want to read them and chat about them. This time I want to just go, let's go to new. This is where you should, <laughs> this is where you should never go on Reddit, going to new, because it's usually crap. You usually want to go to top posts because they've sort of been filtered, right? But I'm sure there's some gems. So let's, let me scroll down and I'll, um, I'll find some. Let's, let's see what we get here. Okay. Here's one that was posted three minutes ago by GNU Yorker. He writes, or she writes, I don't know. Good people still outnumber bad people by a monstrous amount. Uh, and they go on. Just in general, I firmly believe this. There might be stupid people, even grouchy people out there, but the internet has convinced us that, that there's just overwhelming floods of bad people and that we're some sort of surviving group that still has a soul. I think it's nonsense. The bad people are a small, small minority we just love to focus on. Okay, I hope this is not an unpopular opinion because I, I completely agree with this person. I think that most people are good. Most people are just, most people just, I mean, yeah, they have their little political opinions, but when push comes to shove, they mostly just want to live their lives. They want to feed their kids. They want to pay their mortgages. They want to watch their Netflix. You know, they want to watch their YouTube. Um, they want to shoot their guns. They they just want to enjoy the freedom that they have, right? That's 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 what we get. This is like a first world problem, right? We have so much we have so much time on our hands. We have so much wealth that we can afford to just sit and focus on the ultra minority that are the shitheads among us. Is that harsh? Is that har harsh for me to say the shitheads? That felt kind of harsh coming out. There's a lot of shitheads, but there's a lot of just hooligans that aren't probably aren't shitheads. So maybe I shouldn't put them together. Um, but that's, that's what it is. This is a first world problem. And I agree with this person. Most people aren't this way. These are just, these people are just the ones that, that get the media attention, right? They just, they're just part of the circus I already talked about. Right. And we, and, and you didn't see circuses until you, you had a, a certain level of wealth, right? You didn't see circuses going around entertaining people. You don't see that in the third world. You don't see that in places that are struggling to get by. You only see that in wealthy places. And this is, that's what this is. This is just a circus. The media is just a circus. Everything on TV is just a circus. And thankfully, there are still good people out there, right? You know, once in a while, one of these good people gets fed up with something and they'll, go off to either the left or the right dark side. <laughs> Once in a while, they'll get fed up and they'll come to the light side, the libertarian side. And they'll, they'll say, look, I'm, I'm done with this on both sides. They're both wrong. They're both hypocrites. They're both liars. They're both ass backwards when it comes to ethics. And they're, they're, they both don't have a clue. They're both just self-serving and they're out for themselves and they're out to live off other people. I'm done with both of them. I'm going to just do what I can. I'm going to feed my kids, pay my mortgage, watch my Netflix. You know, and I'll have fun discussions with people. Maybe I'll start a podcast. Maybe I'll start a website. Maybe I'll blog. But it's just not worth, other than for, other than the value you get from watching a circus, right? The entertainment value in it all. It's just not worth getting invested. 
it's probably not worth getting invested. Some people, hmm, maybe. But for most of us, certainly for me, it's just not worth getting invested, right? Just enjoy the circus when it's a circus and pray it remains a circus and it doesn't become a, a, a horror show like I, like I talked about. And it will, right? Because this, this minority of bad people, they include within them the conniving and the, and the, uh, the con men and the charlatans who get into politics and rise to the top. The absolute worst among us get in, rise to the top and do what they can to live off everyone else. I don't know. Is it, is it a, is it a pessimistic attitude? Because I've seen good people get in and make significant good contributions. I've seen that, but it's incredibly rare. It's the exception to the rule is what that is. So I support them, more power to them. I want them to succeed. But like Alex and I talked about, is it pessimism or is it realism? Look, if it's, if it's worth the effort to you, then great, do that. And if it's not, don't do that and don't feel bad for not doing it. You don't have any obligation or any duty to be politically active and to vote and to blah, blah, blah. You don't. All right, let's find another one. All right, here's one I've got to disagree with. Kane killed Ableton is the user's name. And they write, listening to radio and driving is better than streaming music. They, they continue, it's a lot better to listen to the radio when driving because you're in the loop about what's going on, what's popular, and it helps you feel like a part of something. When you stream, you just feel disconnected from the world and it makes for a lonely drive. Well, I can't speak for this person. I disagree with that for me because I prefer streaming and I prefer podcasts. Podcasts keep you in the loop, right? I mean, there's always like some... Some talk about the current events within the various podcasts you're listening to, right? There's always some talk about it, so you stay in the loop that way. So that's what I prefer, right? Because I like to, I like to, to to listen and learn, and I'm usually entertained by the podcasts I listen to and edified, right? I usually learn something, something new. It's always interesting. If it's not interesting, I just hit delete. It goes to the next one in the playlist, and I've always got 30 in my playlist in front of me because I'm subscribed to so many goddamn podcasts. Um, But when the family's in the car and we're not on a road trip, so I'm not listening to podcasts, we're listening to streaming music. And we do that because I freaking hate commercials. I hate ads. I don't want to hear your ads. I want to just listen to uninterrupted music. And you can't get that with the radio. You turn on the radio, you get two songs, and then you get five minutes of ads. And it's gotten worse. The fewer people that are listening to radio, it seems to me like the more, the less music you have, and the more ads you get. I mean, they, there used to be like 30-minute runs when I was younger. I do turn on the radio from time to time when my, my earpiece is in or something because I've, I've, I've been working and I've picked up the girls and I don't want to – I'm just tempor- – they're just in my car temporarily or whatever and I'm still working and I don't want to disconnect my earpiece to connect the Bluetooth back to the car or anything like that. So I'll just hit the radio, the FM, and it's usually a commercial. I've got six presets. I'll go to the next one, a commercial. I'll go to the next one. Oh, a song. The middle of the song, mind you. And you listen to the end of that song, and then a commercial starts. And it's like, okay, well, this sucks. Let's change it. And then you, you're again, and you're at the end of a song. And then another song starts. You're like, okay, great. Now now we finally, after 10 minutes, we can hear a, a complete song. But it's always, it's all, that's how it always is, right? That's how it is. And then when it's like Thanksgiving, like even before Thanksgiving, you turn on some of your stations, and it's just fucking Christmas music. I don't want to hear that. Not before Thanksgiving anyway. So this person, maybe they like uh, commercials and ads on the radio. And maybe they like the, the DJ in between, ooh, ooh, you know, doing his thing or her thing. Uh, maybe they like that. And they feel like they're in the loop because they get a little news bit every so often. And they're listening to the, the new hits. I prefer 
getting in the car, my Bluetooth connects, I hit YouTube music. That's what we use now. We used to use Pandora. YouTube music, boom, I hit super mix or something. I go to my likes and I say start radio and it creates a radio station from my liked music. And I I get new songs and I get familiar songs. When I say new songs, I mean songs I haven't heard but could be from 30 years ago. I've discovered some stuff. There's even like a discover mix where it'll play like this weird, you know, the new stuff from the past month or whatever. There's all kinds of mixes you can start and just discover new things. And then if you like it, you hit like, it adds it to your like list. And then when you create a, a radio from your like list, boom, you get new variety. I like having that control. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, I, I have a, I have a hankering to hear this song, this certain song. So I just search it. Boom. There it is. I hit play. It plays it. And then it creates sort of a playlist of similar stuff from that going after. So it just continues playing. I never get ads. I never get commercials. And that's because I subscribe to YouTube Premium, which by the way, is absolutely worth it. You get YouTube music for five accounts, maybe more. I just have five. I just need five. And you get YouTube totally ad-free other than the, the, the promotional stuff that the YouTuber does themselves. You don't get any YouTube ads. Okay. I don't see YouTube ads. None of my kids see it. My, my, my little six-year-old who's watching YouTube, she's not, you know, they don't get these porn ads that I see come up sometimes. And it's just great. It's just ad-free content. You don't have to worry about being interrupted when you're enjoying something, whether it's a song or a video. In my opinion, YouTube Premium, if you watch it as much as I do with as many accounts as we have, it's totally worth it. It's like 15 bucks a month or whatever it is. I don't even watch the YouTube originals. I did watch Cobra Kai, but that's moved to Netflix, so I'm not watching any of the YouTube originals, and I don't care. It's still worth it. All right, this I think this person's wrong. I disagree. That's all. I just disagree. Uh, podcast is better. Streaming music is better. Radio is absolutely last option when when you just don't want silence. <laughs> All right, let's find something else. Okay, here's one. This one's this one's got my blood boiling. Ooh, I disagree with this one, but that's the point. Um, this is by Flam Flames with three M's, <laughs> and they write: Cars should have speed limiters that communicate with GPS signal to update the limiter according to the road's limits. Ooh, goddamn! They go on. We live in an age where most of us can track our route. Our speed when we travel with the use of our phone. I can't figure why speed limit is not enforced with the help of technology. Cars have electrical control units, so that makes it easier. There should be a limit at top speed and acceleration as well as other micro things, like your signal understanding that you drive on the wrong side and immediately stopping you. Or the stop signal should send a signal that demands that your car stops for at least some seconds before crossing the intersection. So this one was posted three hours ago, has 40 comments and zero Zero votes. Well, it's it's half. Uh, people are upvoting it as much as they're downvoting it, so it's at zero. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not going to read anybody else's comments because it doesn't matter. But this would be absolutely horrible. This this would be this would be storm the capital, <laughs> storm the capital and burn it down. Uh, worthy if this sort of thing happened. All right, <laughs> it's our goddamn God given right to drive faster in our car than the speed limit allows and to roll stop through a stop sign. <laughs> this would be absolutely horrible. Could you imagine? There's an emergency. You got to get somewhere and your freaking car is not letting you go five, 10 miles an hour over the limit. This is, this is kind of a, <laughs> this is kind of a bootlegger and Baptist scenario. 
it in the opposite direction, right? Because the government would hate this because it would mean less revenue. I would hate this because it would mean less less freedom, te- technologically enforced. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess we're allies in this. <laughs> um, I don't want there to be traffic laws, of course. Um, I also don't want there to be public roads, <laughs> at least not as they're currently managed. 30,000 people die every year on roads, but it's none of my business, I guess. Um, no, they should not have speed limiters, and they certainly should not force you to stop for a period of time at an intersection. I, I do think about this, though, because there's all this talk these days about self-driving cars, right? That's like the new thing Elon Musk and his Tesla company, they've got probably the, the, the absolute closest thing to it than anybody else does right now. And it's actually in the wild today. You can buy a new Tesla with full self-driving, the latest beta, and it's going to stop at lights and stop signs and take you around your neighborhood and get you on the freeway. And it's going to do 90% of the job. I've seen some really cool videos of people just going everywhere with this stuff. It's amazing. And for people who can't drive for their sake, I'm, I'm glad to see this tech develop, right? Elderly people, handicapped people, younger people. Um, you know, for everybody, there's, there's certainly times where you don't want to, you know, you're stuck in traffic or whatever, or you've got a long road trip and you just want to relax. I get it. Personally, I love driving. I, I enjoy driving. Um, I could see times I would use the self-driving and I could see other times that I wouldn't. I would absolutely hate for that, that, that liberty, that activity to be taken from me. And putting these sorts of limiters on when I'm in uh, driving mode would be would be significantly reducing my liberty on the road, and I'm not a fan of that. Um, but here's here's going going from the self driving thing. Something I was thinking about. Let me let me make a prediction. I predict that the day will come when self driving cars will be so commonplace that people who take over the wheel and want to drive themselves will be seen as the Karens of the world. They'll be seen as the rude people, as the people who, by doing that, are putting everybody else's lives at risk, right? The people who aren't wearing the masks today, they're getting shamed and yelled at and saying, you're going to kill grandma. Just wait until everybody's got a self-driving car. Everybody's using 99% of the cars on the road are all self-driving. Okay. The roads are that 30,000 deaths per year is down to none. Okay. And I, and I think that will happen. I think when Every car is communicating with every other car and they're all driving themselves around. I think the roads will be safer. I believe that. But then some asshole is going to decide that he wants to take control and that's going to piss a lot of people off, right? I think those people will be further and further alienated. That activity will be, will be, um, I don't want to say yet. I don't want to say criminalized. I think eventually it could become criminalized. Right. It could be, I could see laws in some places, maybe not here, where taking control and doing it yourself when the full self driving is, is as commonplace as I've described will be some sort of criminal act. Like it would be, it would be illegal. I can see that happening. Right. I wouldn't put it past uh, people in power from doing that sort of thing. They do that sort of thing all the time. And, but, but the level before that, right. Not criminalized, but, I don't know. It's just seen as a shameful thing by society. Um, I can see that happening. Before, before it becomes a matter of law, I think it'll become a matter of 
public perception, public opinion. Um, and I think the same thing will be said. You do that and you're putting grandma who's in this self-driving car next to you who can't see very well and the car's driving her someplace. You're putting her at risk when you take over the will. I don't know how long, I don't know if that's 10 years from now, if that's 20, 30, 40, 50, maybe it's when I'm, when I'm grandpa and my wife's grandma, you know, the grandma in question. <laughs> but that's what I predict. I predict that, that that will happen. When this sort of tech becomes so commonplace, not using it will be seen as, you know, a violation of the civil order or something like that. Okay. All right. We've gone on long enough. I've, I've done four opinions. I started with my own in the circus in Washington. Then we talked about good people outnumbering bad people. We talked about radio versus streaming and podcasting. And then we talked about uh, speed limiters on cars. No, thank you. All right. That'll do it. Please remember, don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Don't ask permission. Thank you so much for listening and have a better day. Please send your comments and questions to everythingvoluntary at gmail.com. Please consider supporting this podcast and everythingvoluntary.com by setting up an automatic monthly donation at patreon.com forward slash EVC. One-time donations are also accepted at paypal.me forward slash everythingvoluntary. Will you do us a big favor? Will you rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening from? That really helps. And one more thing, please share the podcast with your friends. We really appreciate it.